0: Cell players, it's us. Hello, who is it? It is Jeff and Dave, back again to haunt you.
1: With some information about the greatest
0: game in the world, Advanced Squad Leader. We've been doing this for 10 plus years, and are we getting tired of it? Not a bit. We love
1: talking about this game. Not too much, actually. What? Once in a while. Get tired of it? Maybe when I'm in the middle of editing. Yeah. Yes. But not getting together and talking. Yeah. Having fun. No, no. we never get tired of that.
0: So it's good to be back. Good to be back. Another exciting episode. How have you been, Dave? Good. How's your health? Good. Good. Been thinking about you lately. This is episode two oh three. Yes. And how have you been? I've been well, though I had a I you know, I was at the doctor the other day. I had a I had a doctor appointment i I had been nervous about it because there was I'm going doing some stuff, and I had to go in for a test that was not particularly pleasant, and so I had some anxiety about that for probably a whole week ahead of time. I was wake up in the middle of the night sweating about it and and my wife, who was going to the appointment with me, she said, You know after if we get good news, let's celebrate. So we went and we had the appointment i went to I'm going to Northwestern University and uh, getting really good care there and we got great news and she said let's let's go out i said you know something wrong with my foot it's like there's my toe hurts
1: and that's not related to your thing not
0: related to my thing at all and so we got home i took my shoe off my toe was like twice almost twice well it was big it was big and it's red and it's big already so it was it was really big and my wife looked at it and she said I think it's a spider bite. So the next morning, man, it was really hurting. I was soaking it and so I just googled sore big toe and mm-hmm. guess what came back? Mm-hmm. Gout. Mm-mm-mm. So I read the the symptoms and I've got gout. You're like an old English king. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. think of that's like a medieval thing, don't yeah. you or something?
0: It is. It is supposedly, uh, I think they did call it the sickness of kings or something, because <laughs> I, you get it from eating, I well,
1: a, uh, there's reasons, but... I have another friend who has it.
0: Yeah. So. Does he know, know much about it, like where it comes from or why he's got it? Just Does the, he work to control I, it I anything? think,
1: yes, just the dietary stuff. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you were saying you know, it's uric, a, acid yeah, uric acid or something? Yeah,
0: uric acid. It's saying you can get it from eating red meat. Um, get this, liver... And I've been talking on the show lately about liver. You were going to cook liver for me. I'm not going to anymore. Or if I do, I'm not going to eat any. And wow. sardines and mackerel. Those are good for you, though. No. Those are good for you, but they give you gout. <laughs> wow. So, and raw spinach.
1: Wow. And these are all Selfie. things that I
0: eat tons of because I'm on the, I've been on an eating plan just for various reasons okay. to eat fewer carbs and higher fat and more protein, but I think I've been overdoing it. And then stress. I've been stressed, like I said, about that thing. But gout it's like it's like something didn't you'd they, see in an old western. <laughs> didn't they
1: cure this already?
0: Yeah. And there is no cure and they say, Oh yeah, it's really hard to regulate your uric acid, blah blah blah. Well, I'm gonna do it. I oh, and it also said don't drink alcohol. What's uh, that about?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh.
0: So I'm, you know, I think That's if I drink enough, said yes. if I drink enough alcohol, I won't, you know, the gout won't bother me. I would think. So I've gone 3 days now without a drink. I hope I don't end up with some other weird thing. What other weird old diseases are there? Consumption. Uh, cholera? Cholera? Yeah. Hope I don't get that.
1: A Spanish flu, I, oh, which geez. Well, go ahead, sir.
0: Well, I just can't believe I'm getting all this stuff.
1: Right. Yeah, maybe we're getting old. I know
0: people that got old w- without any of this stuff. And I've got... I know guys my age. They eat whatever they want. They drink whatever they want. They do whatever they want. And they're just...
1: Live to 100. And... Yeah. So, anyway. Well, I was listening to a podcast about... Gout? Pandemics. Oh. World. I know you have that game we haven't played yet. Yeah, Pandemic. A uh, very popular game for gamers. hmm But, um... Yeah, they were talking about being prepared. So remember we had Ebola and all this. It was just a very good show about the doctors talking about. When you – there are people and politicians who take this fear thing and run with it. Yeah. And that will make it worse. Yeah. Typically. Typically. Uh, people become afraid to get help because they're being ostracized and quarantined when they don't need to be, or you know various different things. From panic, it, it can be one of the worst things to help prevent exactly what you're panicked about, and the irrationality of of reactions to these things. Yeah. And then, of course, it's spending, and it's hard to decide. Let's see, we're in, we have national debt is huge just got worse under current people and we have all this state debt you know and then we have things we need to do our roads our infrastructure so when you look at oh should we put this money toward a possible future thing that may not happen right the answer is yeah maybe not probably not but so it's difficult they're saying to be prepared but we're not prepared for a pandemic. So so have a have a good day, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no no, yeah. no no news is good news yeah. on this show. Um no, yeah. my, my wife had a toe incident. Oh, did she? Yeah. We were taking her out, got her out. It's good. Not as old as your mom, but she's eighty eight, maybe. Oh, your mom. Yeah. And mm-hmm. having a toe issue or her toe and she tried to switch around. I thought you her said feet. your wife. No oh the whole family took my mom. Okay. So I'm sorry, I got gotcha. my mom had a toe had issue. A toe, toe issue. And and she's like, It's uncomfortable, it's painful. My toe and I'm looking at it and the little toe is sticking out the side of the sandal. Ah instead of yeah. forward. <laughs> yeah. And she just kept switching her feet left to right or backward and forward thinking her toe was stuck on a chair leg or something. <laughs> So we got that fixed.
0: It's going around. It's a pandemic of toe issues. Apparently. It is. Yeah. This little piggy went to market. Yeah. So ASLers there, if anybody has got gout and wants to share your gout stories, um, <laughs> this is probably not the spot to do that. <laughs> so uh, I'm sorry I had to bring that up, but I just thought it was interesting. <laughs> well, what's on the show today? Well, we got some uh, great stuff. We've got a little what we got a what's in the box. I think we got a we short. What's in the box? We do. Got a what I you think been we'll should save
1: that. I thought. Let's, oh, okay. Let's try a.
0: Yeah. What have you been playing lately? On the guitar, I see. Oh, in we'll your do lap. it on the guitar today. What have you been playing lately? ASL. What have you been playing lately? ASL. It must be something good
1: because it's ASL. Have you played ASL lately, Jeff?
0: I have not played since I played Rich, though. Rich and I are setting up to play the next game in our Crucible of Steel work through, so we're looking Excellent. forward to that. I think we're going to play that next week.
1: And I am setting up a game with Rich also for. Oh, that's right! You're going to Rich's house for on the a first Friday. Night. Yeah. But in the bring, meantime, bring
0: a canteen and some snacks.
1: Uh, well, I'm going on a Friday evening. I okay. Have limited time. Okay.
0: Because Rich is uh, – I love Rich. All you said last I have to time. I have to remind him. Three times ago. I have to remind him to take a breath and take a breather because he gets very wrapped up in the game. It's yep. really fun to it watch. It can do
1: that. Yeah. Um, well, I started the Passel Club again.
0: Yes, you did. And how was your turnout? You was, this was really first really one low. for a couple months. Oh, yeah, okay. we
1: haven't been playing at all in the school years and – um, yeah, really low. We had yeah. four the first time, two the second. I'm going to try and do the 23rd, I believe. And But Eric
0: Ortega came from the Southwest Outpost, which is a bit of a drive for him, so it was nice that he came all that and way. And
1: he played Mike Rizzi. We had an oh, odd okay. number, so that's where ASL Extra 25 came from. Aha. Okay. It was a play-by-play. Hope you guys enjoy that episode. We did not put it on Patreon. It's free for everybody. Um... Play-by-play play, meaning I narrated as they yeah. moved, and luckily it was a short enough game. It was only an hour and 20 on that episode, so have a listen if you haven't Yeah, so I haven't had
0: a chance to listen to that, but I will. So what did you play there? When- the time before that, we had four
1: yeah. players. I played Mr. Tim Klopacik. Oh, yes. And I played the Slovaks, and he took the Poles. In riding the coattails, Obi Wan, you take the poles and I'll
0: take the Slavics, honey. You take the poles and I'll take, I'll take the, the Slavics, Slavics baby. You take the poles and I'll take the Slavics. <laughs> well, I'll go down and have some Slavics. <laughs> improv. <laughs> <Honey, laughs>
1: <baby. laughs> Right yeah. in the coattails is scenario Obi-Wan. Do you know what OB stands for? Order of Battle. Uh, yeah, but in this case, Out of the Bunker. Oh. Remember, they did a little Out of the Bunker pack. Oh, OB. Oh, okay. you said OB. OB, just OB. Oh, it's just OB. Yeah. Out of the Bunker? They Pretty leave sure the it was O? Out of the Bunker. Okay. OA, Out of the Attic. Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, I remember what I couldn't figure out what just yeah. O was. Um, But Board 42, a little more than half a board, it looks like. All infantry with a tazanka, a Polish horse-drawn wagon with oh, a machine gun no, on it.
0: No kidding. No. How do you train the horses to put up with that?
1: Uh, but They do. They get deaf horses, maybe? It can help. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, there are war horses, you know. There are, yeah. I,
0: I, did you see that movie, War Horse? No, I never did. Yeah, I never have either.
1: Rick Collander of... has the DVD. He was supposed to give it to me like two years ago.
0: If he does, uh, pass it along.
1: I'd like to see that. Supposed to be good. Yeah. Six and a half turn, little number. Mm -hmm. Slovakians win by amassing more victory points than the Polish, which must include greater than or equal to one building victory point. So they had to take a building and then gain points. And uh, the Slovakians also receive a victory point for each building they control in the Polish setup area. So um, take a building or at least, or more. It's kind of fade from my memory. I was a Slovaks. I won. Um, oh, darn it. I should have taken notes. Jeff would be more productive on this show. I think I simply hit the left flank and this is a narrow board. Yeah. Uh, I went through, I think, yeah, there was woods. I kind of went through the path, and he had a couple guys in there it wasn't enough and i sensed it may not be so i was able to punch through that woods and then grab the buildings on that side got two of them going toward a third getting way up in the count the body count the yeah. victory point count that um that it was a clear victory so with that short of board you know you got to kind of protect everything yeah it's it's uh Skinny side, you're tacking down, right? Yeah. Across the board. Um, the Tzanka's tough. It's unarmored, so it can, can die very easily. So just go ahead and use it and, you know, get shot at, it, get shot at. Um, and it's a nice straight-up scenario.
0: Is that a vehicle that's in the vehicle notes? It's in Chapter H somewhere?
1: It came out with the... Uh, Armies of Oblivion, yes. was it? Yeah.
0: Okay. Right. Which and I don't have. That's why I haven't seen that, because y- I don't have those pages. For yeah, myself, okay. and of
1: course, before we pl- played, I'm glad I remembered that I, oh, have a whole Polish order of battle Yeah, from Bounding Fire Productions, Poland in Flames.
0: Oh, right. Of course. Yeah.
1: Okay. So when I sent out a tweet showing my new labels, I got those labeled up this summer Yeah, with the logo for the Poles and... Everything's now nicely done up. Mission accomplished. That's did you one. have a good summer, Dave? Yes, I did. I got my poles put <laughs> I, away. I also finally labeled my Finnish vehicle tray. Thank you goodness. Had, you had fins before Hakapale, but you didn't have vehicles.
0: I'm going to sleep like a baby tonight. Well, what
1: about Korea? Well, what about Korea? How many trays do I have to oh, get yeah. for that? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't, don't know. know. The Rock Army, which I have no idea what all would be entailed. You know, even though we looked at all the components, it could be a lot. But I'm thinking, try and get that done. So that's one thing I've been playing. The other is... Vote G 11. What does Vote G stand for, Jeff? Does it stand for
0: something or is it a word? V O T G. Oh, Valor of
1: the Guards. Okay. Of course. Number 11. Look at that board, the red spot on that board.
0: Uh, Oh, that's it? Really, it's it. Okay, very, very small section of the. uh, Really enjoyed
1: this one A Dangerous Possibility. You have the Germans and the Russians, of course. The setup, uh, the Russians win if they have cleared greater than or equal to two of the German setup areas. So the Germans have these four setup areas. Now, they read like this. They comprise all hexes of the alternate or regular hex grain or grains as indicated. Setup area VO-Y1. That's setup A. B is like RO-TO-S2. Okay. It was a little <laughs> it took me a little moment to figure this out. <coughs> if you take it literally, of course, it's the hex grains or grain or grains, alternate or regular yeah. that is that area. So I went ahead and took marker and drew the area. Some of them were just a long hex of four rows. Four mm. hexes in a row, mm-hmm. and the other one was similar. One was like a triangle shape when you comprised the hexes, but they were all either. So it looks tricky to figure that out, but we did. I did. Once and that's I,
0: your, those are your setup hexes? Yeah, for the okay. Germans. So Mark yeah. came
1: in, we had a very long conversation. We um, entered for like an hour plus. About you know, me? One about <laughs> No, oh. about the current state of the country, about oh, Christianity, gosh. about all kinds of things. Our families and finally I'm like, Well, should we start this? And he was kinda like, Boy, I don't know, Dave. I just feel a little more like, I don't know. (laughs) Because we were really confused by a lot of things we observed going on in the world. But four and a half turns I talked him into it. Yeah. I'm like, come on, I got everything right out here. So we went ahead and did. And so the Germans have this flamethrower course when you got a short scenario like that and tight quarters like that, it's a very key weapon. Yeah. The Russian will want to, of course, target it. The German will want to get it maybe set back further where they have to come through some. You get a lot of terrain coverage in the Stalingrad. Right. Yeah, where there are a lot of buildings in this particular yeah, little section. Rubble, okay. debris. Yeah. And it looks like there's overwhelming Russians. It does, yeah. It really does. Um, eight to start, eight to come on and turn one on this little section. And the Germans literally have five... 11 squads mm. against 16. Yeah. Uh, but it is tough. Uh, I just lost in the last turn. I took the first area. You got to take two areas. One side has a lot of open ground between the two. On the left, you could surprise your opponent by going across this boulevard. Boulevards have an egg two instead of an egg one, right?
0: Um, oh, I'm right. sorry. They
1: have an extra egg one yeah. with a black dot yeah. in them. When you cross it. So it's dangerous, but it's possible the German might set up weak there. you got to look what your opponent does. But he has to have them certain amounts in each group, but wait a turn or two. He might start shifting out of there. Mm. that happens, perhaps you could shoot across and get that building. But probably you're going to start up on the right. It limits his initial setup again. Uh, Mark was maybe a turn too late shifting out of that left side to the right side where I had penetrated through. Mm-hmm. And it was just a a tight game. You know, it's not too complicated. It's a small area, so you have time to look up rules. It's a short scenario if you're just going to try out the um, Red Barricade's kinds of Valor of the Guards rules and could play it. If you know what you're doing, you can kick this out twice in an evening easily. Yeah, right. Uh, I had a mortar placed in a gutted building. I assume that was legal. But Mark kept breaking the guy every time anyway with his mortar. Uh, so I never got a chance to fire across anyway. But I got took my first area, kept moving left and straight ahead. And in the last turn, had three close combats. Had I won all three, I would have the two areas and win. And I lost one of the three. Ah. Last turn. So tight game. Uh, I have some other notes. Let's see. um Oh, the Russians also have to protect their buildings to avoid an instant German win. And I'm going to bet the Russian will set up a light across that boulevard we were talking about. So the German may want to watch uh, for him to do that and then just go ahead and come running across that boulevard. That may work out. Uh, my DC worked really good on a hex. Does that always happen to you? His flamethrower never got more than a 12-shot at me instead of the 24-adjacent. Oh, adjacent. really? It was yeah. a long-range shot. Yeah. And then I managed to break him. He'd come back within two hexes, take a 12-shot, and then I'd break him again. Of course, you do want to, you know, in this kind of Stalingrad mode, assault move into shell hole or debris. And then advance. And just keep going. Just spray everybody out. Assault move, advance. Assault move. It's like you're, you're, you're crossing over there. Uh, it seemed to work. Uh, not well enough for me to win, but uh, Mark had a uh, nine. We rolled nine snakes. Wow. Uh, and he, he we both had a Berserker per side. Both died charging. Mark had a nine neg two hero. Went up to a ten neg three. Heroic. Ooh. And a, and a fanatic squad with them. We both had K slash threes and a KIA or a two KIA. So this was a crazy dice game. Yeah, with a lot of that stuff that made it really fun. And all with all of that, rarely did we roll a four, a four or a three. Oh, your sniper would have been the snipers. Yeah, it was kind of like snakes or five, yeah. six, and you know, with a neg two liter and so. Loved it. Good to good. get back
0: to it. Good, good. Good, and it's good to see Mark back in the game. Mm-hmm. I look forward to playing him sometime soon.
1: Yeah, you be up for a four player one again for extended oh, time. Oh, yeah, period. we should do, do that. Do you think so?
0: Yeah, that'd be fun. We had fun last time. Hey, Dave, this was a great idea to get out of the house for a change and come to this cool nightclub. This is really amazing, Jeffrey, except I am blinded by the disco ball. Well, as soon as your eyes get back and adjust to the light, look at those girls over there. Oh, I can see them now. Look at them, Jeffrey. Maybe they would go out with us. Do you think they would? They would never go out with us. What do we have to offer them? Maybe we could offer them some Bounding Fire Productions products.
1: Oh, why, of course. Bounding Fire produces only the best thoroughly play-tested, action-packed scenarios Mm -hmm. and campaigns. Mm -hmm. They're committed to customer
0: service. That's right. How could anybody possibly resist something from Bounding Fire Productions?
1: They could not. We could give them our lines, you know, our pickup lines like, um, Hey, girls, you want to go into the rubble?
0: Oh, that's a good one, Dave. Or how about if
1: I said, Hey, ladies, let's go to the high ground. <laughs> oh, that would work every time. We can put the Operation Cobra into work here now to help us achieve our objective schmidt with these lovely ladies.
0: (laughs) That's so good. That's really good, Dave. Good thinking. Maybe they would want to see our Crucible of Steel. Oh, especially mine. I think so. And by the end of the night, Poland would be in flames. Oh, it's going to be a hot one tonight, Jeffrey. Let's go over there and talk to them. I'm so excited. Uh, come on. Go Auto ahead. Me. You, you, okay, go ahead. Hey, ladies. Uh, do you want to go maybe not just to the beach, but beyond the beachhead? Ow! And it's time for one of our favorite segments, the segment that never ends, ASL Rules.
1: And you'd think this would end. You would think so. But yeah, I'm no, there's, at it. there's plenty to go. They keep coming up with some extra little additions yeah. and historical mods and yeah. things with more rules. So, this one is 7.0. Oh, A we left, 7.0? We, uh, we, yeah, we left off covering 6, which was uh, line of sight. Sorry. And 7.0. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Tourette's. Well, it's going to be a quiz show. You were anticipating the, Oh, it. it is. It's okay. a partial right. quiz show. You were anticipating that. We had a oh, one listener person. had yeah. said I was trying to do that last show I couldn't get it to go. Yeah. Bum 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 bum. There you go. Do it reverse. Da da da. Lullaby and good night. No. Um. Seven right. 0, Fire attacks. Ooh. Oh. Jeffrey. Yes. Attacks. Shoot in what two phases. Mm -hmm. Jeffrey? Prep fire. And? Advancing fire. You are correct. The defender fires during the, what two phases? Defensive fire phase. And? and
0: Final fire. Uh, Well, I missed it. Three. Yeah. Movement. Movement. Yeah. Three. Mm -hmm. Which is one of the great things about ASL.
1: It is. That system John Hill came up with using that subsequent yeah. first fire residual just really really yeah. made everything much more realistic.
0: And it really makes it fun for both players at all times cuz you you've, you've got to be it's not like you go to the bathroom and it's like take your turn I'm going to the bathroom. Yeah, I'll no. just
1: shoot when you're next to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter which way you run. Yeah. Right. Uh and you also use that system did he start it with Johnny Reb the miniatures No, it came after he did the miniatures um, Civil War game, and I think that's maybe why Critical Hit was experimenting with the Civil War. Oh, right. Because John Hill used it in a system called Johnny Red, whereas they move, you get to fire first, and then you get to subsequent, which, uh, which I had played several times. Now I'm using a different system. Maybe I'll go back and visit that. Can a unit fire its inherent firepower support weapon and or gun... Big gun, in more than one phase. Per player turn. Yes, I would say yes, but I wrote N. No. Why? Can the unit fire its inherent firepower?
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: definitely can. In, in movement phase, and then in the defensive fire phase. Right. Sorry, the answer is yes. <laughs> of course. Attacks can yeah, be... Yeah, like you'd fire a machine gun. Yeah. And, and then it gets raided, you can fire many phases. Yes. Yes. Uh, attacks can be... Maybe I meant an attacking unit. Prep. Yeah. But, of there are circumstances there, so. yeah. But, yeah. attacks can be doubled, halved, halved again, and modifiers are cumulative, and fractions count... In most cases, just kind of that's the uh, whole rule section. They were explaining this to everybody. So you can double it and then half it and then double it again, right, for right. various things. Well, you
0: can and you can triple it.
1: And you can triple it in hex fire, and then that can be half because you advance, advancing fire, right. I suppose. Um, so rule 7.21, point blank fire. It is double firepower to adjacent enemy, and it is within one level. So when you got that guy at the second level, third level of a building, and you're adjacent, you're not doubling. Right. He is because he's throwing grenades down. But the ordnance double their firepower, big guns and cannons and things?
0: Do they, is your question? Do they double
1: their firepower? Uh, No. That is correct. But there may be... Depending on
0: distance, there may be some modifications depending on the gun, barrel size, and stuff like that. You've got to look at that chart.
1: Uh Uh-huh. And for being adjacent, there are, yeah, those modifiers. Right. As well. Um, Rule 7.211. Triple point blank fire, which occurs usually when? Uh...
0: Squad in your hex. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Versus passengers, riders, and crews. So now we're talking vehicles in your hex, well, right. squads in vehicles. Not buttoned up in a closed-topped armor-fighting vehicle. Oh, okay. So taking your triple-point blank fire versus a passenger, rider, crew, as long as they're not buttoned up and they're in a closed top vehicle, from the same location or higher location in that hex, it counts as triple. Just saying that. Okay. A half-track passenger and an open-topped armored fighting vehicle crew are eligible to get the triple point-blank fire. The half-tracks and the open top vehicles. Yep. Yeah. Um, as long as they're not... Even if they're not crew exposed, you can still nail them with triple point blank fire, but with a plus two. So I think the half track has the passengers in it, right? And they're buttoned up. Yeah. I think I used to play it like, oh, I can't get them with triple because they're all protected in this vehicle. It's not true at all. You're throwing hand grenades inside the vehicle and, and various things. Okay. You're taking that triple point blank fire, but you do have to add the plus two for buttoned up.
0: Okay, so it's an open-topped, buttoned-up vehicle, Vehicle, yes, right.
1: which typically is the half track, -track. but it also could be the open-topped tank.
0: Yes, okay. The moving units... Yeah, and that makes sense. I I can see that. It it sounds complicated, but they're just trying to accommodate the different kinds of vehicles. So a buttoned-up vehicle, closed-top, you can't take triple-point blank fire against... But half tracks play such a big role in some scenarios. You've got to make accommodation for them. So here you can, but they get a plus two for the armor
1: on the half track. Yes, it still yeah. counts to protect them. Okay. Yeah. Yes, um, the moving units may attack first as an overrun happens, or during the advance f- advancing fire phase as triple point blank fire plus area fire. The survivors, I think I'm still talking about the triple point blank fire versus the passengers, riders, crew. Yeah, this is all rule 7.21. So the mechanics is the moving units may attack first as an overrun during the advance in fire phase if you're coming in for the overrun. Now, of course, you can defensive fire shoot at them further away as they come towards you. But when they start the overrun, they attack first as triple point blank fire because they're in your hex, and half is area fire because they're moving in. It's advancing fire. Phase. Okay. Yep. The survivors are not held in melee until after the close combat phase. So the vehicles are are they ever held in melee? The vehicles. Passenger rider's crews of a mobile vehicle, a vehicle that can still move. Uh, Is it held in melee because oh, they entered yeah. this hex uh, in an overrun? No, I don't think no. so. No. That's right. So that's stuff I used to, you know, Rich always plays that correctly. Um, you enter their hex and it's, you get this battle going on, but you're not actually held in melee until after the close combat phase, which comes at the end of that turn. Now, then you are marked with a CC counter. If the vehicle ends the movement phase in that location and can route in the route phase, rule seven point two one two
0: and they can route out because they're not in melee
1: right, yeah, we can route yeah um the target selection limits, otherwise known as vehicle bypass freeze move. You cannot shoot out of a hex if a known enemy unit is in your hex. Yeah. And most well, most of us know that, but um, unless it's a certain kind of vehicle.
0: Horse-drawn carriage,
1: unarmed or an unarmored, yes. I think you're on oh, the right track. Just I mean, unarmored. you could name a bunch, yeah. but Okay. Yeah. Unarmed and unarmored, so a truck. Unarmed, yes. A horse drawn carriage without the machine gun, like the Kazaka had a machine gun. That yeah. wouldn't count. Oh, okay. So unarmed and unarmored. You can shoot out. Hmm. You don't, You can ignore them. Okay. So that's a truck, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: But you'd probably want to shoot at a truck if it was full of passengers.
1: Um. Then does it count as armed? Oh, right, of course. Yes, it would. Armed unit? I see. Yes. Okay. Empty trucks. Um, are spotters restricted thusly? You're a spotter. You're in the hex. All your job is to spot for the mortar behind you. Right. Are you restricted when a tank enters your hex?
0: Restricted from spotting? Uh, yeah, c- from shooting out oh, of the that's, hex that's, or,
1: or directing fire out of the hex.
0: That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say yes. That answer is correct. Yeah. I would think you'd be so busy with the enemy in your area that you wouldn't be spotting.
1: Yeah. And I'm thinking you're spotting, so you know you're doing some longer range thing. Yeah. So why would you worry about a tank below you? But if it's a, it could be next to you. Yeah. yeah so you would. It right. Is, yes. Are observers for OBA affected that?
0: Um, so I'm gonna say yes. That and would answer
1: make is no. Oh, really? Believe it so or not, observers are different. So I think no. the same logic seems to apply, but observers are not restricted. Yeah, I don't think that's ever happened to me. Where a nickel no, center and observer has, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, wrapping up here. Um, didn't finish the section on fire tech, so we'll get to it later, and continue going through A. But 7.22, long-range fire. How far can a unit fire for its long range? What's the limit?
0: Double. It's and
1: normal. And firepower effects from a long-range shot? Halved. You are correct. 7.23. <laughs> Half for concealment and area fire. Is that cumulative? It is. It is. And does that apply to a malt-off? No. You are correct. Molotov doesn't care. I'm impressed. Does it apply to an anti-tank rifle firepower? You know, they have a little one firepower, 1-12 or whatever. Does that get half for concealment and area fire? No. Answers yes. It's kind of like just shooting a giant bullet, so if you can't see them...
0: Okay. Is it for ordnance... When you're rolling
1: to hit and then rolling the effects, do you take the half yes. concealed, or is it plus two on the to shoot?
0: You take it on the to hit,
1: plus two. Yeah. So you don't take the half on the um, for area fire, right? right. Yes, yeah, the plus two instead. Yeah. Right. And last note: advancing fire phase. It is halved. What if I didn't move? Well, I just told you the answer. So yeah, even if I don't move, I forget to move. I forget to prep. Yeah, And I'm like, oh, I want to shoot this guy now in the advancing fire phase. It's still halved. It is still halved. Unless
0: you had taken opportunity fire. Yes. So you would have had to mark him at the during the prep fire phase. Say, I'm going to take opportunity fire with this squad. You mark him with that counter. Then you can fire with full effect in the
1: Advanced fire phase. Which strategically, I remember first seeing that done, was one of those you set up across the street from each other, kind of a Stalingradi scenario, a city. And my initial moves were always into the street and getting shot at double. Yeah. And going, these, the, you know, whoever, can the Germans can never win. They always have to attack, and they go in the street, and they get double. And then I read a series replay. It may have been Bob banazik doing it where the guy put out fire on half the troops and then sent the half squads and squads out, drew all the fire into the street, and right. then got Everybody. his own shot at full back. Yeah. yeah.
0: They dropped the, the, the attacking forces. Well, the defending forces dropped their concealment so they could fire at the guys in the street, and then the opportunity fire guys can fire at them at full
1: firepower. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Instead, everyone doesn't have to go into the street on turn one. Yeah. And get blammed at. at yeah. At double fire. Yeah. I right? learned that the hard way yeah. early on. I couldn't figure yeah. that out. Yeah. So hope that's a little helpful. Um. Thank you, David. And we'll continue later, but some interviews.
0: Yeah, we've got a couple more interviews, or one or two. I'm I don't not know. sure how many we're going to put on this show, but uh, we'll see. And we'll be back in a minute. Or, well, we'll be back after that interview. Mm-hmm. Enjoy it. Dave. When you need to scratch your ASL itch, uh-huh. where do you where do you go?
1: I have to go somewhere where there's fast service. Yes. Somewhere where the store clerks are very nice. Nice clerks, yep. Somewhere where I'm going to get good ASL bang for my buck.
0: Yep. And selection.
1: And free shipping.
0: Ex- so, here's where I go. Where do you go, uh, Jeff? I'll, I'll let you in on a little secret. Don't tell anybody.
1: Ritter Creek.
0: What is that again? Ritter Creek. Ritter Creek. Creek.com. They've got selection. They've got fast shipping. They've got. What was the other thing you asked for? Friendly clerks. Friendly clerks. I'm talking friendly. (laughs) They're great at Ritter Creek. They got all kinds of stuff. It's a great website to go and peruse around, and ASL stuff galore. And free shipping now. Free shipping. which can is, possibly yeah. beat that? Now, we want you to go to your local neighborhood gaming store and support them any way you can. If
1: you got one anymore.
0: But if there's ASL to be had,
1: go to Ritter Creek. Yeah. And now, we were going to go get our lunch, but Bob brought us some sushi. No, we can wait. Yeah. No swearing.
2: Oh, really? No.
0: No, there's no swearing on our show. (laughs) Mostly. We've edited you before. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of people uh, (laughs) a lot of people write us and thank us for the fact that there's no swearing on our show. Um, They say it's the only show they can listen to in their in their home.
1: Although you know who really looks young. I have a really good lexicon. (laughs) I don't
2: have to rely. Upon that, <laughs> even though they're very just
1: time and place for everything. But you mentioned that you look I old there, uh, maybe a little. But you know, I thought uh, John McDermott so and uh, that other guy, Chris, they look—they're they're talking about being older than me. They—they look like they're they are in look great.
2: Spanos yeah. that looks exactly the same. Banda, yeah. Jim Surfin does. does not look that good. He's looking a little. <laughs> I hope he's doing okay. A little,
1: a little. Well, we're all getting hit. I'm kind of—I don't know you're looking good. You're timeless. Let's put it that way.
2: No, I'm good at it.
0: timeless. So give us an update, Bob. So yeah, how
2: many podcasts there? are there now? Like 200? This is 200. 200. This is 200. Because yeah. yeah. it's it. a little bit like, gee, you, need, you need, if you cruise a site, you're a little like, which yeah, one am I going to look at? Yeah, you
0: going kind of. probably
1: go in order. Do so you have, like, best of? There are some. Dave Ranked was? on iTunes. That would be a cool um, idea. Dave has done best some of. best oh, of. Oh, like best of, yeah. Really good interviews That's that
2: are right. funny or are, are poignant or are important or whatever, whoever some...
1: Um, what I've done is gone through episodes Did I get up to like 70 and then I, I stopped But I'll, I'll pick it up is again that when I retire I think episode 70 And I did Best Of which is just really I thought the funniest The jokes, funniest bits, the not the interesting The strangest stuff, the comments the, it's, Occasionally it would be the best <laughs> interviews Yes, but a lot of it's just Having some fun So yeah. there are a couple of the best of episodes And then of course iTunes ranks the most popular and A lot of that was um, When we interviewed John Hill of course, John yeah. Hill got a right. lot of hits because people came from other gaming systems to come here you know, I not know John Hill died. He passed away. Yeah. I and mean, we reissued the show after he had passed away. Wow, that's great. And we lost him, we lost Connor. To get him in a,
2: you know, get, so other people can see John Hill as a very yeah. prolific Yeah,
1: hear him, we didn't, we didn't do any video on that yeah. one. But Ian Daglish? On. We, Ian passed away the day after we recorded. The day
0: after we recorded, he was Ian killed Daglish in a plane, in crash. plane crash. John Hill died in a
2: plane crash. No, uh, Ian Baglish, you know, who did the so hedgerows yeah.
1: and he's from England. Okay, yeah. He's yeah. done a lot of scenario packs. Yeah. Yep. yeah. I don't think
2: I've met him, but I know. I yeah, know probably. Maybe not. Yeah.
1: He, I don't think he knew. He wasn't an old guy like us. Yeah. Um, so it's tragic. We had just interviewed him and then heard of, someone emailed us and said, Hey, guys. Yeah. All right, we just posted it. And someone said, Guys, did you hear he passed away? No, no. We heard he passed away before we posted because we did a. Yeah, it was the day after the we the, it yeah. was the,
0: we we interviewed him on a Monday evening and he was killed the Tuesday morning.
1: Yeah, so, so we definitely want yeah. to get Nixon and a lot of these big names still that haven't been on the show, McNamara. You know
2: what occurred to me last night? A you know, little tough here about ASL was how incredibly well it is designed. I mean, the gundal rule, for instance. There's no way I would ever come up with a rule that freaking cool, all right, for the gundal modifier. The the way, you know, you could take the less chance to hit, you get to shoot first, you have a less chance to hit, or do you want to wait for a better chance to hit, but he can shoot first, and this cat and mouse, you decide what level of risk are you going to take who thought of that? That is genius. <laughs> yeah, that, that is genius. It must have been McNamara. Maybe Fish came up with that.
1: Yeah, I don't know.
2: You know, and then just the way the whole system is almost intuitive with the plus minus for CX and stuff like that, you know?
0: Yeah. It's uh, amazing that still, after all the years that you've played, you're still amazed by it. Yeah. I was last night. Was I,
2: mean, I thought. I thought. There's no way I would have came up with something this cool. Thing. Yeah, that's just one roll out of a bunch. It's one of the coolest. It was kind of rare. Yeah. But if you got, you know, if you're fighting Panther tanks with Sherman tanks, it's kind of handy to know, right? Yeah. You
0: think of guys like uh, Mozart or Handel who are just inspired for a time, and maybe that's what happened with McNamara. Is he just like hit a groove and was just so inspired to?
2: Yeah, maybe he was thinking, well, the guy's moving, and you are going to first fire. You think about well, how can the attacker shoot first at Because you couldn't surprise anybody in squad leader.
0: Yeah, right. You'd move, and then
2: you could auto spin, and then you'd be facing the front, and you'd be playing some game. You'd start up again, drive over here, and then he'd turn around. and right. turn, You know. Right.
0: What is all that? You're gaming. You're gaming the system <laughs> rather than. Uh, this is what McGrath
2: does with his tanks. He goes one, and that means where his turn's facing. Two. Yeah. It's very
0: cool.
2: <laughs> very cool. Yeah. Everybody should play him once.
1: Well, Gennard, Gennard had said that uh, Mac, they were trying to redo SL, right? We just filmed yeah. this, and, and Mac basically said, there's just no way, what role was it they were looking at? They were, oh, they're trying to fix something about not even being able to shoot tanks going from behind trees to behind trees. And, uh, and he just said, you know, we're just going to have to redo this whole thing. Yeah. And that was like the moment Advanced Squad Leader was born. I think it, he was thinking of all these things you're talking about. How are we going to get all these rules into this existing system? Yeah, well, they had uh, a
2: really uh, kind of polished AS uh, squad leader, you know, uh, system in itself. So they yeah, had which a very had not played, actually. very cool base to come off of. It's it's seventy five seventy percent ASL. Still. Squad leader. I mean, the LOSs, the firepower tables, the yeah. unit fi- numbers, the, the results, of the morale check The subsequent
1: know, fires. Movement yeah.
2: factors. It's probably 70% squad leader. Yeah. Maybe a little less. Maybe.
0: But did you play squad leader back in the day? Oh, yeah.
2: yeah. Okay. Yeah. I Did you ever go back and play my friend Joe, no. no. Yeah. My, my friend Joe Riellinger was a freshman in high school let's play this game called Squad Leader. We were these geeky kids, so I wouldn't play him. And I played him, and first was, um, not capture of Balta, but whatever. And then we played a couple scenarios, and then he rolled one time. He rolled an attack, and he rolled a 12. And he goes, uh, I demand a re-roll. And he went to re-roll. I go, you can't re-roll. And he goes, we got this big fight. I left his house. And I never talked to him how again. It's kind know, of a shame. I but we'll how do could he on
1: a re-roll? But yeah, you should still yeah. talk to him again. But it was in his
2: house, and I just <laughs> I was just done with him. Yeah. So
1: <laughs> I do that with Jeff. Joe, if you're out there, probably... I'm sorry,
2: you don't get re-rolls with me. Yeah, no <laughs> mulligans either. It's bullshit. Yeah, bulls- no. yeah,
0: yeah. I bet there's a lot of stories out there like that.
2: No, he's the only one I ever did that to Friend Friendships have <laughs> come and gone,
0: probably, over ASL. Probably <laughs> friendships have come and gone huh? over...
1: Uh, mostly, I'd yeah. yeah. say, so.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mostly.
2: Uh, Once you're my friend, you're my... F- until you do something really stupid, you're my friend for a yeah. night, you know? Same thing with girlfriends. If you love somebody, you can't, you can't, I can't take it back. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah,
1: a- I still love all three of my... Oh, right. sorry, honey. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. no she doesn't good listen
2: thoughts. to the show. It's
0: good to, you know, yeah. And I was like, That's yeah. right. That's right. So what do you, what uh, scenarios have you played here?
2: Um, I played some, you know, I can't remember the names anymore.
0: Oh, okay. I, I yeah. could
2: probably tell you the whole <laughs> I OB. Could, I could tell you the entire OB I just played the first scenario. Maybe not the Japanese side, but the American side, but I couldn't tell you the name. I couldn't oh, tell okay. you anything else about it. I could probably visualize the map and almost draw it out in probably 40% detail of what the whole map was like, but uh, I can't remember. Well, I can go back and I remember, you know, Capture of Balta, I can remember Hill 621, yeah. everything that I learned before I was 25, I remember the...
1: Names of. Those names. Yeah. Maybe even yeah. a number, but yeah, now it's like, which well, one was that I did? I remember the Grunbo
2: scenarios with his, you know, gory, bloody, macho named scenarios. You're, uh, you know the which ones? Glenbo, Eastside Gamers. He always oh, wow. has a always, you know, uh,
1: Eastside Symphony Gamers. We of know.
2: destruction, yeah. uh, orgy <laughs> of violence, um, <laughs> Death. You know, it's always something like that. You know, you can you can tell it's a Glenbo <laughs> okay. by the name alone. You know, so that helps. Yeah, Glen.
1: What's well, his name's? There's two uh, of them.
2: Yeah, Eastside Gamers, Glenbo. Right. Uh, He's just clever.
1: They did the zombie packs, right? Yes, yes. Yes, We interviewed him at Asylum like eight, ten years ago. Very creative, creative intelligent person. But loves big, dramatic titles. Wherever he should be, yeah.
2: You know, there's some people that are very smart. I'm not going to name any names. Just haven't quite grown up yet. (laughs) I figure out what's really important in life. (laughs) You know. Take it down a notch.
1: So, you played that first so scenario? That was, was going to see me and punch me in yeah. the face. <laughs> so, that first scenario, you won?
2: I won, and then Brent Hillenbrandt beat me handily, I would uh, okay. I would say.
1: Um,
2: I think it was a dog scenario. Uh, just to say, <laughs> I really do. You know, we both wanted the French. He got the die roll, and he played really well.
1: So, there, there was no uh, balance given? Yeah, I got the balance. Okay. I got the balance. See, nope. I don't remember the story your name. Yeah, I was
2: just going to ask. No, it was Momel Forest. Mo- Momel, some type of forest thing.
0: Wow.
2: Like <laughs> Chris, Chris Farley shirt.
0: Would you be happy if you came and there were just classic scenarios to play? We had, somebody had, else had mentioned about that, how uh, you come to tournaments yeah, and a lot of people sure. want to play uh, new scenarios. but um,
2: I like what Pleva does where with, he, with his bidding system. He's taking old scenarios that are dogs and bringing them back to life. So um, the Mad Minute, for instance, might be, you know. I remember Yanks, you, could, yeah. you could play that now, and it's a, fa- a fair fight, you who, know, who with who the, was the bidding the, system.
1: It was off before? I'm like, I but think I the Americans get the blown
2: to smithereens. Okay.
1: I'll, I think they don't I'll, have I'll be to check my record. I can't remember that one. But also depends who you play with. Well, Agony of Doom, know. for instance, Agony is... Doom. You know,
2: it's horrible. It's impossible for the Russians to win, and now it is. If you ASP, you know. So in that aspect, yeah. But
1: I think it's fun to. Uh, well, these are the versions that were re-released in the games. The official games you're talking about here. they remember they changed some of these old scenarios and re-released them yes, in the new Yes, they did. The new Yanks I don't know how. New...
2: Good point. Okay, so, they, so you're talking. I don't about, know how they tweaked that one. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. So you're talking about someone else's system of fixing them. Um. Well, the Plava bidding system. Oh using the plum yeah, with the you know there's like Australians. Correct. One, correct.
2: two, three levels. But but I would rather as long as we have it's not zillions of overlays or crazy new boards, if you use regular boards and regular counters and not go crazy with overlays and special older stuff, a new scenario that's designed by uh, maybe Matthias or you know, uh, maybe Pete Schilling or something like that. You know, something that I know was play tested and reasonably fair. But I could sit down with somebody and neither one of us has seen it. And it's a lot more like a real life situation where oh, you've got to you know yeah. you don't get to go to the battle twice,
1: right? So yeah,
2: and then that's kind of fun.
1: So I like that a lot. Yeah, so he's talking about you wouldn't even know these scenarios are are going to be there for that round, like a mystery round you show up, and you have all this new stuff. So like right. people I like Spilky can't go home and, and uh, yeah. are, can't go right. home and play them eight times.
2: All all of the yeah, a lot of people really like that. They'd rather play a new scenario it's a good player. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah.
0: I like that, too. I actually think... I don't like all the prep. Yeah. No, I don't like all the prep. No,
2: strangely in. enough, I like the scenario pick phase. Don't know that one. And people go... People up here are like, let's dice for size. No. I want to pick the side that I want to play. I no. don't want to dice for size. I want to pick sides. I think it's part of the tournament. A lot of people think the tournament starts start until the game starts. No. The game starts when you're picking the scenarios is when the... You're starting. Figure this out which one is fair, which one suits you. Like for instance, I rarely go into the Pacific realm because I'm not up on the Japanese stuff, so I'd rather stay in the European side. Yeah. But right now I'm playing Japanese now, so it's fun to go over there. But you know, what was I saying? Forget.
1: Yeah. It was good though.
2: But who well, scarves are dangerous, don't wear scarves.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, Jeff's the master of scarves. I guess I if know, you I, get strangled, I guess. The fact
0: that Deanna Durbin died a on oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> died a Looks good on you from against scarf Who died with the scarf accident? Know. Deanna Durbin. Really? Who? Well, I don't know yeah. that person. She was, terrible, uh, terrible, she, terrible
2: she, stories of bad things that happened.
1: She, <laughs> when her scarf got caught in a car in a, tire? In a car tire, yeah. yeah. Seriously? Yeah. I was
0: making that up. She was a movie star in the 20s or something. 20s yeah. or 30s. Yeah, She had a very long white scarf on. It was
2: a guy got killed at Four Lakes Ski Lodge. It got wrapped right oh. around the tow rope. Dragged him up to the hilltop. His oh. high school students watched him turn blue on the toe rope. Nobody could stop it. Until they got to oh. the top and it went around. and it started coming back down. A yeah, so
0: is he still there? Yeah. They bring it. Did they take him well, down no. or is he still?
1: You know what? I quit wearing for a while. You should like cut it like like a little bit. You know. Oh, so it's breakaway. A break breakaway, break work
2: out. Now gonna rip the. See, this is out. what I
1: was thinking of not wearing anymore—the wedding ring. Because that comedian on the late night talk show—did you hear about that? Fell and got it caught. Which guy was it? It wasn't Colbert. It was the other guy. Oh, he got it caught on some furniture at home, and it partially ripped off his finger. Louis Black. No, so what other are those guys? John that? Stewart. Um, no, he's current on. Stephen the show. Colbert. No, not Colbert. Dark hair, I think. Well, we're yeah. no, no. the listeners but Jimmy Kimmel. Kimmel. There. I
0: think it was Kimmel. It happened to oh. Neil Armstrong. You he know, got his too, he you got know. his wedding ring stuck in the barn door. And you, you
2: know, I wouldn't really wish anything bad at Jimmy oh, really? Kimmel, but I think he's an idiot, so too bad that happened to him, but oh, what an idiot. So fun surprise Well me. he doesn't watch
0: the show, so or listen <laughs> listen to our show, so he'll probably he'll probably never know.
2: <laughs> I will, I, li- I like I liked him on Ben Stein. I didn't know he was on Ben Stein. And he was on Win Ben Stein's Money.
0: Oh, was he? It was no.
2: hilarious TV show. Oh. You never saw that one? No, I, I never, never did. Not, never watched <laughs> yeah, that. Funny. You'd yeah. be they pick out some contestant and you have to battle Ben Stein. And Jimmy was the moderator.
0: Oh, okay.
2: And then if you won, Ben Stein would say, "I hate you," and he would. It, it was like 50 grand, and it was 50 of uh, Ben Stein's money. So you would win oh. his money. He would get to keep his money if if yeah, he won.
0: If, yeah. <laughs> wow. Not much of an incentive for Ben Stein to play.
2: Well, he got the TV
0: show money, too. Mm. So, oh, okay. okay. You know, but it came out of his pocket. Yeah. Mm, so
2: who did you sense. play this morning? Um, I'm playing Wee right now. I forget his last name. Wee Kwong? I'm not sure the last name. Okay.
1: Uh, he came up with Gennard, I think, or somebody. Me? This is no. He came
2: up with he, John, McDermott. He, oh, John
1: McDermott. Oh, John McDermott. okay. we were interviewing John. He talked about him. So... Wait, that's game three? It's done. I, I'm two four.
2: and one. It's game four. Oh, you're yeah, two and one. All right. And it's a
0: long round, so... There's nothing here from uh, the Korea pack, I assume. No, I haven't seen any of that. Yeah. Have no. you played any of that stuff? No. You intend? I don't think I'm going to... Yeah. Take the time I don't I'm gonna go to there.
2: invest. I don't want to buy it. I started reading, like, the Chinese human wave rules and stuff and all that type of stuff. I don't know if I want to really get into that, you know. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I wonder what uh, you know, obviously people snatched it up very quickly when it was so when it went up for sale, but I wonder how many people are going to delve into it. Seriously. Yeah.
1: I I'm, I'm hoping too. I'm yeah. all up for it. I'd like to learn more about the Korean War. And I think
0: that'll help spur me on to do uh, more uh, learning. I wouldn't
2: care if they had if you had the five stars pick front of it. If you put a cream on there occasionally, and I could nix it, that'd be fine. But I, I think I'd be afraid to, to go there just because yeah. I wouldn't or, know the rules. Or have some scenarios that
0: aren't
1: with all the new rules, which are, there aren't that
0: many. I mean, but but anyway. No. I just had to look. Uh, we just got joined by uh, Damien O'Brien from Perth, Perth, Australia, the western edge of Australia.
2: Oh, hello, Damian. I was just going to say, say hi to Aaron.
0: We're going to have to stop and go get our lunch soon. Yeah. Yes. So fabulous you, Wolf It's lunchtime.
2: Or who else lives out there?
0: Yeah. And actually, yeah. Um, Damien, we're going to break for lunch now while we get a chance, so we're going to have to hang up on you. I wish we were there in Perth, though. I've heard many wonderful things about that area. Uh, But we'll be broadcasting again in a bit, so hopefully we'll see you then. Thanks a lot for listening. I got some beef
2: brisket. This is a great idea. Where
1: would you go to get
2: that? Yeah, where would you get all that good stuff? There's a food store with a massive deli
1: oh Mariano's
2: oh. yeah Mariano's yeah I've yeah. oh. never been in there
1: before we should yeah, we be we at have that. one by my house yeah One? you don't want to do Bar Louie no. we could do Bar Louie you could sit in then we don't have to leave um, we could well do or we Louis. could I'll, I like to get a waitress though
0: yeah I'll have a waitress
1: I had the uh,
2: the pulled pork sandwich here yesterday it was delicious I'll go with that
0: mm-hmm. well I guess that'll wrap up another show
1: yeah, once again, we just want to thank everyone for listening and donating on Patreon. And we thank our sponsors and hopefully remember to put the ads in the show. And Hopefully we will. And we'll see you
0: next time. We would love to hear from you. Let us know what you'd like us to talk about. If you've got some ideas for box art review, we are sorely in need for some
1: box art review. Yeah.
0: Maybe we should find something else to review that's art that's not on a box.
1: Maybe we'll have to. I mean, the Heroes um, Pack. Nah. Picture of a medal. I don't know. Uh, the well, Winter Offensive Pack we didn't do yet. Yeah. It's a photograph. That'll be coming I up. think we're going to break down and start treating photographs as art. As some ministers oh. have said we How should. Oh no! can you
0: go? <laughs> anyway. Thanks, everybody, and we'll see you next time. Remember to roll low. And rally well. But not when you're playing us. No, no, no. Bye.
1: Very good. (laughs) He's kind of rolling his eyes.